This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly, Jim Rosenhouse along with you as we join you from spring training in Goodyear, Arizona. We're at the Guardians Spring Training Complex. If you're tuned into our show on the radio this week, and we come to you just before the game broadcast of the Guardians in Oakland Athletics, it's a full weekend of baseball as the Guardians will play against Oakland here in Goodyear on Saturday. A game that begins at 3.05, and you can hear that game on the complete Cleveland Clinic Guardians radio network. Hammy will have that first pitch at 3.05, and it'll be Aaron Savali on the mound for the Guardians here on Saturday. And then on Sunday, tomorrow, with the time change in terms of daylight savings time, moving it back and forth, we uh, fall back to 4.05 for a first pitch Eastern time, Cleveland time, as the Guardians will be up in surprise to take on the Kansas City Royals tomorrow in a game, again, that begins at 4.05, and you can hear that one uh, only on the MLB app or CLEGuardians.com, a web-only game on Sunday. Now, just a, a quick recap before we get to our show, and coming up on our show today, we hope you can stay with us, as we will hear from Josh Naylor. What a year last year for Naylor, uh, as he came back from that massive injury in 2021 to his lower right leg somehow was on the field early in the season and ended up playing enough to be a huge contributor, uh, not only overall numbers-wise with career bests and home runs and runs driven in, but, man, did he come up with the base hits at key times, including some unbelievably clutch home runs. What a year it was for Josh Naylor, and we'll hear from him as his spring training begins. We will also visit with pitchers Zach Plezak, looking for a bounce-back season in the rotation for the Guardians, and Trevor Steffen, who figures to be a key out of the bullpen for Cleveland. And in the second half of our show, we will be joined by Chris Valeka, the now second-year hitting coach for Cleveland. And uh, what a job he did last year. And I know he will deflect it and say it's uh, a department thing, a hitting department thing that uh, so many people should take credit for. But he was the new hitting coach and certainly had a very much a positive impact hit, uh, fitting in with that hitting department. And uh, it was interesting because the Guardians were talked about as trendsetters last year because they weren't so reliant on the home run and, and they were more uh, involved with contact and not striking out and all of that added up 
to an offense that was uh, plenty good for this team to make the postseason. So good show lined up for you today. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back and hear from Josh Naylor. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Baseball, basketball, pickleball. Those are sports, and people love sports. If you love sports, you should know this. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Does saving have anything to do with sports? No, the people love sports, so I'm yelling sports out. Hockey, swimming, golf. Not all sports have the word ball in there, so save big when you switch to Progressive. Go sports teams. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Goodyear, Arizona, and the Guardian Spring Training Complex as we rejoin you with Guardians Weekly. Thanks so much for tuning in. Just a quick look back at yesterday's action. Uh, the Guardians lost over in Milwaukee. A rough day for the pitching staff as uh, combined Guardians pitchers walked 12 as the Brewers scored 12 runs in a 12-3 win. Cleveland now, for what it's worth, and it, it's not worth a whole lot, 4-8-1 on the spring after the loss yesterday. Tristan McKenzie, again, uh, struggling a bit with his command. Three walks in two and a third innings. He ended up allowing five runs. James Karinchek, though, with a scoreless inning. But uh, then some of the others really had a tough time with their command. Will Brennan with another good day at the plate with two hits. And David Fry, a utility man who had a really nice season uh, pitching for or playing for Columbus a year ago, uh, hit a long home run to center field over in Milwaukee that uh, was part of the offense. But a loss yesterday for the Guardians are back at it today, Saturday, against Oakland. One of the keys for Cleveland figures once again to be Josh Naylor, who amazingly ended up being the regular first baseman a year ago. And I say that because of his horrible injury to his lower right leg that ended his 2021 season in June. But he battled, rehabbed, and he was on the field shortly after opening day a year ago and became a vital cog in uh, that Cleveland lineup. So many key base hits. No one will ever forget the night in Chicago in May when he tied the game with a grand slam late and then won it with a three-run bomb in extra innings in a game that looked lost. And many point to that game as the game that really seemed to, to spur this team on to great heights a year ago. So we caught up with Josh earlier in the spring, and we talked to him about the importance of being able to stay on the field a year ago when many thought that would be impossible. Yeah, I just wanted to um, to be there for the guys and help this organization win baseball games. That was my biggest thing, and um, just be kind of a leader in a way and show everyone that, you know, despite what I went through, I can come back and play for you guys and help you guys. and. Just try my hardest, knowing what I got to go through to, to kind of get through every day. But it was a uh, it was awesome, and I got a lot of support from my teammates, which was a blessing. Um, they helped me day in and day out with little things, and it was a uh, it was kind of easier for me 
so you fast forward to this off season and was it kind of a normal off season for you compared to a year ago where were you able to actually train for baseball stuff and, and not necessarily rehab? Yeah, it was great. Um, I was able to do different workouts. Um, I was able to run one day, take a day or two off, run another day. Um, but no, it was, it was, it was great. I did infield work, outfield work. Um, hitting felt better because I didn't have as much pain landing or turning on my foot. So it was it was a good off season. And you mentioned outfield work, and it sounds like you're going to see some time out there. And uh, exciting for you to to be able to get back out there and, and play in, in outfield, whether it's right or, or left. Yeah, I just want to be as versatile as I can for this organization. Um, for this team, I want to be a guy who will help this team win in any single way, whether I play outfield or first or or anything. Um, I just want to be there to, to help the guys win and then, you know, just keep pushing the envelope all the way through October. And you were saying earlier it's kind of fun based on the other guys who might be out there with you? Yeah, I'm excited. I like playing out with Strong, Kwani, or, or whoever's out there in general with us. It's just it's a good time, and yeah, we, we have each other's backs, which is awesome. Um, Hitting-wise, I remember last year a couple of times you had mentioned that uh, you might have had to alter your swing and approach because of, of the leg. Uh, do you stay with that because of the success you had, or are you able to do some different things that might even unlock some some better stuff for you? Uh, I mean, I kind of I messed around with different things just because I kind of got a pain freeing away um, in certain areas. So I just been trying different things and seeing what limits I can push on that in and what hurts and what doesn't hurt, what's comfortable, what's not comfortable. Um, I guess we'll see when the time comes. And when you look at um off the field dynamic you get to live with your brother again um what has that meant to you to to be able to share this time with him however long it may be that's great um we get to spend every day together we get to train together every day we get to uh see each other every day and just um yeah it's a it's like soothing in a way you know you get to have your best friend with you everywhere you go and and do everything together essentially um it's a it's a blessing and it's you know it's everything we've always wanted we've everything we've worked for as kids and the fact that we get to play together and live together and kind of be together all the time is uh, it's incredible yeah you, you having your best friend with you wherever you are is uh you feel like safe in a way and for you, you you've been through it you know what it, it takes to get here and then stay here um, how have you seen him grow in that regard as he tries to make this club for this season yeah, he's a hard worker. Um, he loves the grind. He loves uh, he loves being around the guys in, in this organization, um, on this team. Um, he wants to make an impact, so he just he busts his butt every day in this off season, and and he's been working to just be as successful as he can. And I'm uh, you know I'm always rooting for him. I'm I'm here for him if he ever needs help. Um, but he's a uh, he's a true professional in his work, and I'm I'm very proud to watch kind of his process as a young baseball player. So you're out here all off season doing your thing, getting ready for spring training. Uh, what does it mean when the players come back, your teammates come back, and, and you start to, to build those relationships and, and maybe pick up where you left off last season with a lot of those guys? Yeah, everyone uh, everyone came back early this year, which was exciting. Um, I think everyone arrived like a week and a week and a half early before spring. Um, so we all got to see each other, get comfy with each other again, and. Uh, you know, hang out in the locker room a little bit later when days are done. Like, we don't go home right away, which is cool. Uh, play cards. Some guys play chess. And, like, it's just everyone's hanging out again together. You know, the brotherhood's kind of back. And we're, we're kind of ready to take on what the season's bringing. That's Josh Naylor talking about uh, the season ago and what's to come this year for the 2023 version of the Cleveland Guardians. He'll be joined on the ball club in the starting rotation by Zach Plezak. Plezak 
with uh, injury issues again a year ago and uh, not necessarily the the pitching overuse injuries but just some frustrations that uh, caused him to miss some time and also hard luck throughout the year not much run support and it seemed like if it could go wrong it did he has tried to come into this spring training in a better place mentally and he says that's a huge huge key to wiping out 2022 and having a positive 2023. Yeah, you definitely take the positives anywhere you can. You know, I think last year, you know, I think a lot of things happened out of my control that were and in my control that I've learned from and learned to get better from, you know, and if you want to say luck on the side of the run scoring or different things from the years past, you know, technically you look two years ago, you know, I had 10 wins with a with a higher ERA. So, you know, just based upon you know, wins and losses, and if you look at certain statistics, you can kind of fall victim into thinking, I had a bad season, you know, I broke my thumb, learned a lesson there, um, being competitive, and it was just one of those things that almost led into itself from all the unfortunate things leading up to it. You know, we were playing great baseball, and I was frustrated with being the one guy that seemed like to only be catching losses, so it was just a frustrating time for me, and really just off season, and these past two seasons, really just learning to grow individually and finding out what I can do to control myself and where I can direct my focus in terms of trying to find success and trying to help this this club win. We always talk so much about, you know, pitch quality and, and things you do physically, but as you're saying, that mental part of it, where do you go to, to try and make some gains there to, to really kind of round out what you do? Um, yeah, it's really just your, your life, your whole life. You know, I think even the past couple of years I've been on this – on this you know quest of finding who I am as a as a person and who I want to become and floating around not having a home and kind of trying to figure out who I want to be and what I want to stand for and what I want to represent and you know obviously as you get older you set yourself up foundationally getting a house is what I did this off season um, and kind of setting up my life to understand what I have ahead of me and what I've kind of built and what I need to get better at and it's really just understanding yourself you know and keeping those who are really supportive and those who love you close to you I think is a big part of that and you know there's always a time you got to come and and audit your circle in, in a term of you know who's really looking to help you and where can you direct your focus in terms of being a better person and a better player and that's really what I've been focusing on. So it led you to Florida this off season, and, and what made that the good spot for you in all those ways? Yeah you know I'm from Indiana so the traveling is a little easier for my family flying out of Chicago down to Florida. It's a quick flight. You know, the, the weather is obviously amazing down there. It's sunny and um, beautiful. I love the water. So it's another thing that, you know, motivated me to get down there is to enjoy the, the beaches and being on the boat. Um, and I actually was uh, going to transfer to a school down there called State College of Florida of Bradenton. Coach Hill um, down there is the head coach. And we just built a good relationship over the, the years since I've been in college even. And he allows me to come and throw there and practice with the guys and get in bullpens and he has a catcher available whenever I need it and you know I go there and hang out with the players and we all talk and you know they they love coming up to me and asking questions and I love when they do that and I love giving my honest feedback and just you know through my perspective and my own experience I can share ideas and things that hopefully help them in the future. Visiting with Zach Plesak and, and we'll, we'll talk some more about the team and, and, and your spot and all that kind of stuff. But I gotta ask you, rule changes this year. You have one of the great pickoff moves in the game, and 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 I know it. A lot of it is uh, 
you're diligent about going over to first base and, and now there's restrictions on that. Uh, first off, what did you think when that was implemented? And then also, how are you handling that in terms of your game and, and controlling the running game? Yeah, I think it's something the game is going to have to adjust to. You know, it's going to be a new thing that pitchers are going to have to be cognitive of. You know, I think last year I only gave up one stolen base out of over 130 innings, whatever it was. And, you know, choosing the times to pick over is what's important. And I think being more selective is going to be what's important moving forward now. And just getting the ball back and getting on the rubber and being ready to pitch is going to put you in an advantage. So I think just continually to to build on on working at your pace and you know don't do anything out of the ordinary but continue to keep an eye on the runner and um, pick off when it's necessary when you look at at this starting rotation uh, when everybody's healthy there's about as much experience there as as any rotation in the league from top to bottom one through five Uh, do you think back how how it's kind of developed where you were the rookie trying to, to get in there and, and make your way in the major leagues to where it is now, where you're part of an established rotation and, and all the good things that can go along with that? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, coming from when I was a rookie, being able to be around all those veteran guys and learning as much as I did, being able to see it now as perspective, um, we are those veteran guys and younger guys are going to be looking to us for advice. And I think um, it's just, it's cool to be around a group of guys who have experienced the same together you know and it's 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 exciting and every year you come in here you look to to build and help to help the team win and help the rotation get even better and you know we're all looking to be ones on the staff and it's just kind of the mindset we've always carried in this organization and we're going to continue to do that and that's why we have so much success and when you look back at last year obviously a, a tremendous season team wise uh can you pick that right up when, when you get back? Do you get that same feeling when, when guys start showing up, especially you're in early as a pitcher, but when everyone else starts showing up too? Yeah, it's definitely definitely exciting. You know, I think everyone was super pleased with how our year ended last year, and it was something that a lot of people weren't expecting. And I knew, I know from our perspective, that's what we knew we could do and our, what our potential was. It's, it's exciting to be able to come in here now and look to build off of that with a little bit more experience, with a little bit more better idea of what we're getting ourselves into. And it's going to be from the get-go, we got to be foot on the gas. You know, it's not going to come to us easy like nothing ever that's worth anything is. So it's just another – it makes things more exciting for sure. Always fun to talk with Zach Plezak, and uh, you pull for him because he's had some ups and downs certainly early in his major league career, but uh, I think we've seen on many occasions when uh, he's throwing well and feeling good, the stuff is uh, as good as it gets, and certainly he's a big key to that rotation. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from hitting coach Chris Valeka as Guardians Weekly continues on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Stay tuned, folks. This puppy isn't over. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Goodyear, Arizona in the Guardians Spring Training Complex. Uh, still plenty of baseball out here. If, uh, if you have plans to come out, the weather's warming up and things are looking good for the remainder of the spring. Hopefully, knock on wood. But uh, it's been an up and down spring weather-wise, at least early on. But uh, such a great place. And if you ever have the chance to make it out to spring training, it's certainly worth your while if you're a baseball fan. Things really relaxed and fun to, to watch the team work out in the morning here at the complex and then go take in a, a game or two if you want. Usually uh, there's an afternoon game uh, for the Guardians and then other teams in the Valley and the Guardians too later on in the spring play a night game. So you can really get your baseball fill if you want if you come out to spring training here in Arizona and, and each complex not far from the next. So you can see them all within a 45-minute drive, and that's a, a lot of baseball but a lot of fun if you're a true baseball fan and want to check it out in spring training. Well, a big part of spring is getting the hitters ready. Chris Valeka is the Guardians hitting coach. Second season for him, and it couldn't be more different than his first year with the lockout. He really couldn't uh, have a chance to work with too many hitters formally last winter before spring training but uh, he says a whole different ball game this year as he gets ready for the 2023 season yeah definitely you know last year last year was very unique getting a new job and not being able to talk to your guys meeting them for the first time in spring training um this year the relationships built last year and the the constant communication through the off season um was outstanding i'm, I'm really excited to you know now that we're out here seeing these guys and the work that they put in how much do you stay in contact and, and maybe even work one-on-one -on -one with, with different hitters in the offseason? We, we had a couple guys come up to Cleveland, um, so saw, saw a few of them up there. Um, you know, early on in the offseason, try to respect their space and, you know, let them decompress and get away from it. Um, but, you know, around the holidays, you know, start talking, you know, more just personal, checking on them, their families. But then, you know, once we get into January, it was a pretty consistent cadence, checking up on them, just making sure, you know, everything's going according to plan they send videos back and forth so we we do we do a good job this organization does a really good job you know trainers coaches front office you know staying in contact with the guys the guardians approach at the plate last year obviously drew a lot of notoriety because it was a little bit different from from what a lot of teams do with really good results um and i know you had mentioned it it's just based on you you go with the talent that you have and what they're good at um much different with with the additions this year or do you kind of stay with that if you can i i don't think we get away from you know our our foundation you know and i think that's really based around contact and you know returning the players that that we have i think you know we're going to have that ability again we're going to put pressure on the bases we're going to create traffic um you know adding bell and zanino i think is only going to lengthen out our lineup and you know the impact potential that those guys have the slug that they have you know i think with you know the guys setting the table in front of them I think we're going to be able to you know compete or, or be in those games where maybe you know one swing would put us out of a game I think we're going to be able to swing our way back into a game fun way to play kind of blending the both I'm, I'm really excited you know like I said I don't want to get away from the identity and you know contact first mentality um, you know even bringing in those guys it's been part of their profile is contact and controlling the strike zone so you know they have that tool in their tool belt as well um, but you know I could see a lot of maturity and growth you know out of guys like Quan and Oscar Gonzalez that you know have some impact potential that maybe we didn't tap into too much last year that I think is going to show up this year. Guardians hitting coach Chris Valeka joining us um, rule change wise um, they call it the pitch clock 
But it, it's kind of a hitter's clock, too, because they're under the gun to, to get in the batter's box in a certain period of time. Um, how has that impacted what you're doing here this spring to get the guys ready? We, we've got the clocks out for, for live ABs. We're just trying to, you know, have them feel it right now, uh, not being too um, – you know, focused on it during the live ABs, you know, we'll, we'll step that up once the games start, um, Saturday. Um, you know, honestly for us, we, we have a lot of guys that came through the minor leagues with the pitch clock. So I'm, I'm not really too worried about that. You know, I think it's just, you know, being extremely clear with the rules and, you know, working with the umpires and having the relationships with them, um, you know, with, with being in the box and ready to go, what is engaged at eight seconds and, you know, all, all the, the minutia of the rules, um, and then really just, you know, talking through that and working through it with our guys. When Chris Vileka was a player, would he have had a problem with the pitch clock, the, the getting in the box? I, me personally, <laughs> no. You know, I, I worked pretty quick as a hitter, um, you know. But a, as a whole, you know, I think there are some times where you need to step out. And it, it's good that we have the one step out rule. But, you know, I think, you know, we talk about mental skills and the ability to, to clear things and reset and, you know, get to the next pitch. I think that's just going to be a little bit more expedited pitch to pitch that, you know, those guys have to take the information or clear the, bla the bad swing or the, the pitch called and, and get ready for the next one. Um, zeroing in on a, a couple of guys, um, last year I know Miles Straw had some struggles and I know he came, he was one of the players who came and, and worked with you in the offseason. Um, what do you try and get to with him, and, and, and what do you expect to see from him this spring if he can put it together? We're just trying to tap into, you know, a little bit more consistency with him. You know, he did a good job. You know, there, there was months where he was on the barrel, just kind of had some bad luck months. Um, you know, biggest thing, we just want him to get, get his swing off a little bit more consistently. He does a good job controlling the strike zone. You know, at times could err on the side of passive. So, you know, with, with his contact ability, the way he can run, um, you know, just trying to ramp up those things. And the more, the f more frequent you put the ball in play and use your tools, bunting, you know, moving the ball around the field, whatever that may be, um, you know, you're just going to be even more dangerous for us. And Jose Ramirez, we could talk about him all the time. Um, he had surgery yeah. after the season. Um, how much was the thumb a factor for him second half, and, and how impressed were you with how he handled that? I mean, he's, he's the ultimate pro. You know, from, from when that injury occurred to how long he played with the thumb, um, you know, he, he's, a, he's a warrior going out there every day like that. Um, you know, now healthy, he hasn't missed a beat. It, it's right where he left off um, last year. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him going into this year that he's going to feel the confidence, you know, that he's not injured trying to, you know, limp along getting us through, helping us get to the playoffs and, and deep into the playoffs. And uh, just in closing, spring training, man, it seems like you're responsible for a whole lot more people. <laughs> so how, how much busier is it than the regular season when you have uh, your 12, 13 position players? Yeah, there, there's quite a few more guys. Um, you know, the season, I wouldn't say it's easy. You got your own set of challenges there, but you, you know who you're going to get every day. You, you, you got your, your routines, your times, the, the cadence of the day is a little bit cleaner. Um, spring training, you know, we're observing guys coming up from the minor leagues. We're, you know, first year 40 man guys. So, you know, we try to spend the time getting to know those guys first and, you know, build the relationships, make them feel comfortable, you know, not really observing results, just kind of seeing how they go about their business. And, you know, our, our guys are, are easy. You know, we spend time with them every day. So it's just, you know, getting their work and getting them ready, but really trying to, you know, build those relationships for the next wave of guys that are coming up. 
You mentioned that next wave, um, and we get to see a lot of them in spring training. Any name or two to, to keep an eye on? It's kind of fun. It's intriguing. Yeah, we got you know Rokio's coming up. We got George Valera, um, Noel. You know, there there's there's some really special kids coming up. You know, we spent some time in Double A, got a taste of Triple A last year. So you know, I'm excited to see you know once we get into games here, see them in person uh, rather than just reading reports or watching video on those guys. So you know, I think you know. We saw the wave last year come up. You know, I think we're equally excited about, you know, this next crop that's coming up and going to help impact the big leagues. Well, Chris, thanks a lot for the time. Enjoy the spring and uh, appreciate you coming by. Thanks, Rose. Appreciate it. That's Chris Baleka doing a nice job with uh, the hitting program. And it uh, seems like things really coming together offensively for this team a year ago. And we'll see where that heads this season as uh, they develop in the 2023 campaign. Stay with us when we come back. One final break here, and then we'll hear from Trevor Steffen, one of the keys to the bullpen for the Guardians. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Score. Pass. Out of bounds. Those are sports words. Some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen. Like drive. Drive is another sports word. And drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. You might say those savings are on par with the best in the league. (laughs) You see, par is also a sports word, so I know you're still listening. And that's called covering our bases. Okay, I'm done now. But I'm serious about drivers saving big with Progressive. Now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kim Rosenhouse back with you. It's Guardians Weekly. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, as you know by now, maybe you don't. So we'll re- refresh for you. Uh, so many ways to get our show. You can hear it on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. It usually airs on Saturday. We send it down and uh, it'll air on most stations prior at this point in the season to the spring training broadcast that day. We're on every Saturday. So uh, you can hear it prior to the spring training broadcast that day. Or you can hear it in podcast form, wherever you download your favorite podcast. And usually that drops uh, after the show airs, so sometimes Saturday night or Sunday. And you can also catch it on cleguardians.com, the Guardians website. And one of the pictures you'll hear throughout the spring getting ready for a new season is Trevor Steffen, along with Emmanuel Classe at the back end of that bullpen. Uh, he was part of the, the bridge group that got the game to the game's best closer in Classe. And uh, Trevor Steffen uh, was among many who really had a fine season a year ago in in what was really his his first full season as a key pitcher out of that bullpen. And we had a chance to visit with him earlier this spring, and he talked about the season ago and and what he thought when it was all said and done. Yeah, I think uh, probably just attacking hitters better, getting a feel for the the league and uh, being able to get lefties out. I think that's something I probably struggled with a lot my rookie year and then adding the split finger was really kind of the difference maker going into year two. And then uh, just going into year three, obviously I feel like I have a good attack plan this uh, coming season and just going to try to build off what I did last year a little bit. 
it doesn't seem that long ago that you were the Rule 5 guy trying to come in here and make a club. Uh, how do you feel about your role now after the seasons that you've had in the major leagues? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you always got to have your foot on the gas here. We got, I mean, just be seeing these uh, guys throw on the backfields. They're coming. They've got a lot of talent in this org, and uh, we got a nasty bullpen. That uh, So you just kind of, you know, once the season gets going, you'll find your role and then just uh, try to do it well, knowing that you got a good team down there. You mentioned depth in the organization. Uh, you get to spring training. How much do you go back and, and look at how other guys are throwing and maybe some of the things that they're doing? Yeah, I think uh, just kind of getting to know your teammates. I know we uh, sat there yesterday and kind of watched some live BPs get rolling, and it was exciting to see uh, just kind of live ABs. Spring's going. It's exciting time of the season. And, uh, you know, just getting to see some of the other guys throw that you haven't been able to see before. And, uh, you know, it was just fun to watch. Trevor Steffen joining us, a real solid season a year ago in the pen for the Guardians. Uh, Background-wise, you were mentioning your grandpa had a, a big influence on you for, at a very young age. What what were some of the things that, that make you smile when you, when you think about him and, and your relationship? Yeah, just kind of looking back at that, uh, whether it was just playing catch in the yard, kind of him taking me to go swim, work out, whatever. It was just kind of – he was very active, and uh, he always, you know, got me outside. I always wanted to go outside and just kind of – do things outdoors I think that's probably where the passion grew from like just playing different sports or whatever it was but uh just kind of my youngest memories I always remember you know throwing things in the front yard with him whether it was a football frisbee baseball whatever and how how long was he able to to see you pitch and and how far did you get um, where he was able to see you and, and enjoy that yeah so he passed away when I was 13 but uh he'd always come to my games and stuff and then uh I wish he was able to he kind of grew up in the northeast so kind of going back for that playoff run in New York I just kind of felt his presence there it would have been a cool moment for him to see me play in that stadium you mentioned that and uh, I know Tito talked to the team shortly after the game five talking about how that needs to be a jumping off point it was a great season but uh, it could really turn into something special and uh, how has that driven you in the off season? and now that you're back here around the uh, your teammates yeah I think that uh, just the way it ended it probably left a bad taste in our mouth uh, just kind of going back to that rain out and then game five it didn't really go our way but we knew we were capable just kind of we left it all out there that year and uh, it was wasn't really fortunate the way it ended so I guess we're all uh kind of hungry to find our identity this year and just go try to uh, take it a step further you do all those off-season workouts to to be ready um but you're not around your teammates that much what's it like when you come back here and, and see everybody uh honestly I think that's kind of the cool part about the off-season you kind of work in silence you uh you don't see really you talk to your teammates and stuff but you have no clue what they're working on you kind of come back in you try to show what uh you know the areas you improved or what what's new and uh it's kind of the fun part about going out in spring and, you know, playing. That's Guardians relief pitcher Trevor Steffen. Now, earlier today, Terry Francona was meeting with the Cleveland and general media and talked about some of the rule changes and how they have impacted the game so far this spring. We've had a couple guys, like Quan got rung up on a strike three. I think we were playing the White Sox. You know, it, it's spring training, so it's not like, there's a lot of emotion behind it. Um, I think we're just trying to get to a point where we, we play the game and that doesn't interfere. You know, that's that's our goal. Yeah. And when we're working towards that, like I thought, I thought yesterday was a good sign that when we played Mexico, they didn't have a clock, but we still played a quicker game. Mm -hmm. 
So I thought that was a good sign. Um, so that's the idea is just to try to get used to everything just so you can play baseball. There's things that are going to come up like, you know, like you're trying to figure out how teams are going to challenge you. Like we're seeing teams like at first base, they fake break. So the first baseman will yell step off. You know, my hope is as that as we move forward, maybe they take that into consideration because what, what's happening is all the things you've been taught in baseball fun to be, to be fundamentally sound. Somebody will step off, you step off you. Cause, Cause that's a baseball play. Mm-hmm. Like that runner's initiating. And, and if you can't step, if you can only step off twice, you're going to see, it's just going to be, a, it's going to get to be where that's not what baseball is intended to be. So I think they're probably thinking about those things. I don't know, like, you know, what they, if they will make any amendments. I don't know. Have you thought about strategies, both when you've got guys on base and when guys are on base? Yeah. I mean, Carl was saying yesterday, this is like sort of an unintended consequence of the thing. It's going to be a real drama as this thing plays out to see how each team's going to play it. Well, I think we've always kind of tried to fall in the, we just play baseball the right way. But if somebody is doing something, we better be ready to defend it. So we're trying to gather video so we can watch it. We've talked to the player development people because they've lived through it just to try to get an idea of where things have happened. Have you started to notice that you're not looking up at the clock as much as you Yeah, it's, it's been better. It's been better. Are you enjoying the pace? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I you know, there, I wish there was a way where, you know, like a pitcher is in the middle of an inning and he just needs to slow down. I also understand every time you, you want to maybe put a tweak in, it affects something else. So you can't necessarily do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be all right. Having managed for so long, did you feel the effects of the pace of the game slowing down? Did it, did it strike you at all? Does it feel like going back to a version of the game you knew at all? Is there... Somebody asked me that the other day, and I really can't say I did. Um, any game I was ever a part of, mm-hmm. I, I never remember looking up and thinking, oh, my God, that was three and a half hours. If it was a good game, it didn't matter to me what the time was. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was a bad game, those games could drag. But I don't remember thinking that. I don't remember ever thinking, oh, boy, I wish it was like that when I was a player. I, I, I've never looked at a clock in my life playing baseball till now. Yeah. So – I mean, I, 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 you know, I wasn't, I was okay if we stayed how we were, but I understand why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I get it. So you know, our job is to take the rules that are in place and have them not affect us adversely. That's yeah. our goal. That's Guardians manager Terry Francona, and he's getting ready along with the rest of the ball club for a ball game this afternoon against the Oakland Athletics that you can hear right here on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians radio network with a first pitch time of 3.05. As always, as we wrap things up today, thanks going out to Brian Matze for helping to put together our show each week. Until next week, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.